Welcome to Friday Friends, RI Elder Info's weekly look at the organizations and individuals providing resources for Rhode Island seniors, caregivers, and professionals. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. It is 9 a.m. on Friday, so you know what this means. This is Friday Friends, and I am Deb Burton, the host and executive director of the nonprofit RI Elder Info. And every Friday at 9 a.m., I come on here and bring a guest with me usually to discuss and share information and resources that you or someone you know needs to know about. So I am really glad that you joined me. I hope that you hit the like button and the share button and follow and ring the bells and all those social media things, because that's really important to help us get the word out. Now, I mentioned we are a nonprofit and we cannot do the work that we do by bringing you this information without the support of our sponsors. So a big thank you to Aetna. They are a Medicare provider here in the state. Big thank you to Oak Street Health. They're providing primary care services in multiple locations, including transportation to the doctor's office across the state. United Healthcare, uh, Jen Barrows can speak to you in multitudes of languages to get your Medicare questions answered. Tamarisk Assisted Living, it is a great assisted living that they really take care of their residents just like family. It's right over by the mall, easy on and off the highway. So I encourage you to check out Tamarisk. And what you're seeing right now is through the magic of 321 Media. They are pretty much, I believe, the only folks around New England that is doing this kind of work. So please reach out to 321 Media if you want to replicate something like Friday Friends. And if you've checked out rielderinfo.com, you have checked out rielderinfo.com, right? If not, you're going to right after the show. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. That's through the work of England Studio. They are an award-winning web design team located right in Quonset and happy to meet your needs anywhere in the world, quite literally. So it is the first Friday in November. And for my regular viewers, you know what November means. For my new viewers, let me share with you that all of our Friday friends in the month of November are all dedicated to resources and information for those who have served our country in recognition of Veterans Day. So I am really excited to kick off this month with a good friend of mine, Erica Westbrook, who is the Department of the Rhode Island VFW Auxiliary. And I struggle with the word auxiliary, and I will probably just kill it later. Hello, <laughs> Hi, Erica. Good morning, Deb. Thank you for inviting me for this. I'm very excited to be here. Yes, I'm so glad you are here. So with this word auxiliary that I struggle with, mm-hmm. what what is the VFW auxiliary? So the VFW auxiliary, it, well, VFW, first of all, for those that are not aware, is Veterans of Foreign Wars. Okay. Uh, meaning to qualify for eligibility, you have to have served overseas during a period of wartime or combat. Uh, the auxiliary is made up of the family members of those 
soldiers, airmen, Marines. Um, and that's exactly what it is. It's, it's an auxiliary organization. We support our veterans of foreign wars. We support our veterans in everything and anything that they need. So the men and women who have served, like we have just come out of a period of one of the longest wars in American history, um, overseas in the Middle East. Is the auxiliary, I struggle with that word. Wow. Is the VFW auxiliary comprised of only their fit, like the family (laughs) members or if, members of the community wanted to support the men and women who have served. Um, can the community join? The community at large um, can be associated with us, but in order to uh, qualify for eligibility for the, the auxiliary, you did, you do have to be a family member, mom, dad, sibling, grandparents, um, children, stepchildren um, are also um, eligible as well. Awesome. So are you a family member or have you served? I am. Well, in my case, I am both. Um, I am actually a very proud Marine Corps veteran. Um, I did not serve overseas. However, my father is a Vietnam era veteran who served on in Thailand at Takli Air Base. Um, so he, I actually joined the eligibility on my dad's qualification for the VFW. Interesting. Interesting. So being a member who has served, being a veteran is not necessarily something that would make you eligible to be in the auxiliary because then you would be a member of the VFW itself. Is that correct? Are they two separate organizations Are the VFW and the VFW auxiliary two different things? Um, We're we're both, I mean, technically, yes, we are two separate organizations, Mm -hmm. but we both fall under the same umbrella. We both fall under the VFW. So in order to have an auxiliary, you first have to have the post, the VFW post. So the auxiliary can't be a separate entity without the post. Got it. Okay. So those two go together. So as many VFW posts as there are in Rhode Island, there's about that many VFW auxiliaries. Well, that's how that kind of works. That's kind of how it works. Yeah. Um, That's kind of our ultimate goal. Yeah. Is, is to have an auxiliary at every single post. Um, Right now we have over 600 members um, across the state of Rhode Island, we're always at, we're always looking for new ones as well. So feel free, give me a call, give me an email, uh, you know, shoot me an email, check out our website, you know? So, yes. So what is the do, what do you do? What kind of support does the auxiliary provide? So we, we, lots actually. (laughs) Um, that's wonderful. It's like where to start. Um, so yeah, right now we, we assist any way we can, basically. Okay. Um, we so last year, I don't have numbers for this year. Um, but last year we did over $2 million in monetary aid to veterans and their families. And this is across the nation. 
Yeah. This is across the nation. Um, we we help with uh, getting legislation passed. Okay. Okay. At a national level, um, we kind of you know we bolster those numbers. We we reach out to all of our um, politicians, our local and national politicians, just the same way that you know the VFW does to help help them push legislation through. Um, that's kind of what we do. We have scholarships, thousands of dollars in scholarships. Um, for that's actually really good to know, like right now, because so many people are applying for colleges right now. Like the application yep. process has begun. So it's good to know that there may be some scholarship opportunities through the VFW auxiliary too. So Does we actually have a couple of them. So, Oh, that's perfect. And in order for somebody to apply for the scholarship, is it their parents who have to have served overseas or could it be even their grandparents who served? How does that work? So that's kind of the best thing with the scholarships is you don't have to be a VFW member and you do not have to be an auxiliary member to apply oh. for the scholarships. The scholarships are open as far as these scholarships, the youth scholarships go. Um, they're open to the general public. Oh, wow. We encourage kids to apply. Um, we just recently, we just recently for this year closed out our Patriots Pen and Voice of Democracy. Mm -hmm. um, those applications had to have been in on Halloween. Um, they give you and and our national, um, our national organization gives the theme. They choose the theme, so the the youth don't even have to choose what to write about. We give them the topic, so which is awesome. Yeah, um, very cool. Additional, we have two additional that are actually still open. Mm -hmm. um for scholarship we have um heard me there's That's one okay. if your kids like to sing if your kids like to sing or dance yeah there's one called get excited for the red white and blue where they the child sings the national anthem oh how cool is that and they send in a recording I saw that for the first time and i just it, it's goosebumps you know the yeah. winners goosebumps because they're so good um, so that one, that one's open until March 31st. And then there is also the illustrating America. Um, that one is for younger grades, kindergarten through eighth grade. Oh, that, wow. one is, that one is also open until March 31st. Um, and we have and, a couple of different categories with 2d and 3d. For and for the little ones, um, for K through eight, is that a scholarship that would be held until they go off to school? Or is that something that they get, a, a, I don't know, a bond or something? How does that work? The money does get held for them. Awesome. Um, and they'll, you know, and the, the, so the, the neat part about these scholarships is you can start to applying for these scholarships in kindergarten and you have the opportunity wow. to win every single year. It's not a one, it's not a one and done type of scholarship. Holy cow. That's really good. So grandparents, parents who might be older, who are looking after the little ones, like share that information because college is tough. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. I, so, I agree. So yes, yeah. we do a lot of that. So when the, the VFW auxiliary supports individuals with monetary help is mm -hmm. it 
is that focused on supporting um, a veteran who might be in need or is it for supporting the family members of veterans who may be in need or is it supporting the family members who may have their family members presently deployed overseas? It could be any of the above. Oh, okay. Any of the above. Um, we have actually several different ways with the, so the VFW itself has um, several different ways that they can, you know, provide money and help and assistance and, you know, for just about anything. There's a couple of different um, grant programs that are available. The one, the one that you hear about the most is the unmet needs program. Um, Tell me one, more. There are definitely to get, there are definitely some qualifications required for, you know, eligibility for that. Right. For the unmet needs. Um, you know, you have to be, you have to be active duty. Um, you had to have had an injury either, you know, active duty or at home while you were deployed or at home, but it all comes down to active duty. Um, okay. So that's kind of a bonus there for that one. And I'm going to take a wild bet that a grant for unmet needs is probably got some guidelines or restrictions on it that these yeah. are needs that don't fit any other program. Because sometimes like in Correct. life, we just have weird stuff that doesn't fit into a, a neat little package that, you know, meets sometimes the social service programs requirements sometimes it's you know i need an alternator right. for my car <laughs> yeah so there's definitely some programs for that so that would have to be and all of that information is at the vfwauxiliary.org website okay the website um okay. there are links to all of the different grants and foundations that can provide some kind of monetary assistance that is so. awesome and so what kind of programs uh, do you have activities? Like, do you have meetings or anything like that here in the state? Yes. When yes. do they meet? So each auxiliary, well, each auxiliary is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. um, they all have, we all meet once a month. We, we have to have a minimum of like 10 meetings a year. So mm -hmm. we do meet once a month on a specific day and time. Um, district meetings are a little bit different. We have local, we have district, and we have department meetings. Um, local meetings, like I said, are once a month. My, my, I can give you an example. My auxiliary. So I am actually president of my William G. Fournier Post 916, which is in Wakefield. That's at 155 High Street in Wakefield. Um, is that the one by the elementary school? It is. It is. Okay. Um, and it's a lot of fun. So we have a good, we have, we have a good time at our post. We really do. Um, so we hold our meetings on the second Tuesday of every month at okay. 7. At okay. And about how long do those meetings go for? Typically the meetings will go for about 45 minutes or an hour, unless okay. we have extensive business to, you know, to discuss. Um, but they're typically about 45 minutes to an hour. So it's, if somebody were to join, it's not a ginormous time commitment for these meetings. It's not like, oh, it starts at six and you might get out by midnight. <laughs> no, we, I definitely try to, I, I try to keep my, uh, my meetings a little bit shorter than that. <laughs> I, you know, um, I, you know, that's the part that I think I like the most about the auxiliary. 
outside of, you know, my passion being helping all things veteran, but um, is the flexibility of it. I, you know, it's not a huge time commitment for some people like me. Yes. But we meet you where you are. You know, we try to match you with the, with the skills that you have. You know, if you like to do things with kids, perfect. You know, we do Halloween parties. We do um, one of our other posts, our, our auxiliaries up in Warwick, Post 183, did, they just recently did a Halloween party. Um, our Bristol Post, they do, you know, Halloween party all the time. Um, they do different different fundraisers, basket raffles. So, yeah. And you bring, so that's a really good point. In order to be able to um, provide these grants or to be able to meet people really where they're at and to support mm -hmm. the kids in the community, how is this funded? Where does the money come from? Is this like the federal government just kind of <laughs> gives the VFW auxiliary millions to give away? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Um, no, actually, we we try to do a couple of fundraisers throughout the year. Okay. Um, we do get grant money as well. Okay. We do get some grant money from our local legislators and our state legislators. Um, but a lot of times it's it's fundraising, it's basket raffles, it's calendar raffles, it's cash calendars. Um, this this coming month, November, as you know, with Veterans Day being on the eleventh. Um, we will be out kind of, there, you'll see a lot of us out around the state doing what we call um, our poppy distributions. So okay. The buddy poppies, the little red flowers. I, I don't know. I mean, when I was little, it was like the highlight. Um, <laughs> you know. Yes. You wrap it on your rear view mirror. Why? Uh, I don't know. If, what is the story behind the red poppy? Why? Why is that given out? Oh, 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 I knew you were going to ask that question. Um, <laughs> so the red poppy, um, we raise funds from the red poppy mm -hmm. and it's, it's a distribution. So the program itself mm -hmm. is called the Buddy Poppy National Home Program. Okay. So the VFW and auxiliary um, support the national home which is out in michigan okay um and it's a home where veterans and their families who are struggling can find the help that they need to transition maybe from military life to civilian life um the kids go to school the parents are given job coaching and counseling and you know the kids play sports and they have all kinds of really cool activities um for the whole family and, and the whole family is treated, not just the veteran himself or herself, you know, and they are given a place to live on campus. Wow. You know? Yeah. So they have a home, they have their job coaching, they get mental health counseling, they get medical, but kids go to school, there's daycare available, you know, but all of this is funded through the poppies you know funds from from the poppies essentially yep. there's other you know there's other different programs as well but you know but the buddy poppy is kind of that's the one that's most associated with the national home see that and that see knowing that makes a difference 
to understand where it goes to. I mm -hmm. was always thinking that it actually funded the local organizations, but to know that it's going, which is important, and I'm not, absolutely not saying it's not, but to know that it's providing support for families in need when that transition home is hard, um, I find that, I don't know, even maybe even a little more moving. Um, but yeah. And how about for, for local? Like, do you guys have anything coming up? Um, so right now we're actually going into the holiday season. Um, and we are, so I don't know how many people are familiar with Comic-Con. Um, we will this have weekend. Yes. Comic-Con <laughs> opens this weekend. So the VFW and auxiliary will have a, a presence there. Um, will you be dressed up as like Wonder Woman? Me? No, no, no. Um, although if you happen to run across a World War II paratrooper and Valkyrie, that would be our past department commander. That would be awesome. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to that. Um, so we also have, um, I, so going into Christmas, we're gonna have wreaths across America. Um, we'll definitely oh, you do be that. Okay. Yes. So we do do reach across America as well. Mm -hmm. Um, we are going to be, uh, looking for sponsors to help us get as many reads as we can so that, you know, our goal is to kind of cover the whole cemetery. Um, and there's a lot of organizations that are involved in all of that. So, so tell me um, more about what you need for sponsors for the wreaths across America. Cause we want to so, make sure that every veteran and every, in every cemetery who's been laid to rest has what they need. Mm -hmm. We so need to say thank you. Do, oh God. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. Um, so when we do reach across America, the, the reefs are actually purchased mm -hmm. um, by different organizations in the state. Okay. And the, you know, they'll send us as many reefs as we order as, you know, as that we pay for. And then we, we go out on a specific day Reese across America. I'm sure people have seen the the big semi um, at some point or the transportation of it. Um, and then we all go out to Exeter and we literally there's a, a ceremony um, and then we lay the wreaths across every one of the, the headstones out there. Every and, veteran's grave gets a wreath. And in order to do that, a couple questions. How much are the wreaths? So if somebody wanted to sponsor the wreath or maybe Ooh. somebody's got a company that wants to sponsor a bunch of wreaths, how is that done? And on the day of, do you need volunteers to Absolutely. help? Okay. Absolutely. As the time gets closer, we definitely go a little bit. Um, we get a little more detail as the time gets closer mm -hmm. when we're looking for the volunteers um, to come out and help us lay the wreaths. Um, I'm actually looking right now, trying to get some information. Mm -hmm. um, I realize that, you know, this is the first Friday in November. So it is usually wreaths are a little later in the season. So I can understand where right. some of the details are still being made. I, mean, I, I totally get it. We just had a massive senior and caregiver resource fair on Wednesday and boy, oh boy. Like some of those details are not falling into places. <laughs> some yep. things don't fall into place until you're right there bumping up against the date. I totally oh, yeah, understand. It, it, oh, yeah, it can be a, a thing. 
Um, so they range in prices as far as sponsorship for the wreaths and the cost. Um, if you do like one wreath, mm -hmm. it's just, you know, an individual sponsorship. It's $15. Okay. Um, and then it goes all the way up to, you know, like 10, it's, you know, two and five and 10. The most popular one that we've seen is the $75 one, which is five wreaths. Okay. That gets us five wreaths. So, and then, like I said, as far as the details go, as far as getting, you know, closer, as it gets closer, um, we'll, you know, we'll get a little bit more as far as dates and times and um, when we want to do that. Yeah. Okay. That sounds awesome. So, and it, I mean, and if you think about it, 15 bucks for a wreath is super duper reasonable. Um, yes. So that's, you, you know, you could definitely get that covered, you know, most households would be able to provide at least one wreath to mm -hmm. a man or woman who has served our country and lost their lives um, and who are over at the Veterans Cemetery. And when I say lost their lives, I'm not necessarily saying that that was in battle um, because we know that... Um, veterans here in the state, you can go through the Rhode Island Office of Veterans Services and have a conversation yes. about uh, who's eligible for um, burial in the Veterans Cemetery here in the state. And Correct. if anybody watching has not gone to the, the cemetery, I encourage you to do so because it is truly beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um, okay. and, and the the Gold Star Family Monument, and several of the others. Um, I'll just say, have a tissue handy. They're yes. That beautiful. Yes. I, I encourage you to bring lots of tissues because you may need them. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But you know what? To, to bring that wreath to that man or woman who has served and mm -hmm. to recognize them, I think that's a very powerful thing to do. And so if, if people want to sponsor um, and, you know, throw 15 bucks at it or 150 bucks at it or a company wants to come in and throw some big, big bucks at it, do they call you at the 763-657-9831 number? They can. Yes, okay. that, that's, that's a good number to call. Um, okay. Honestly, the, the email that's listed is, is a little bit easier. Okay. Um, but if they want to just anonymously mail checks or mail donations or sponsor the wreath mm -hmm. um, and they want to do it anonymously, they can send it to um, 155 High Street in Wakefield, Rhode okay. Island. Right to the um, post. That is correct. And just address it to um, the William G. Fournier VFW Auxiliary. Okay. And one of the things about that post, um, it, there's a food bank there that serves the whole community. Isn't that right? Yes. Yes, there is. And you're so, always in need of like snacks for the kids and other canned goods and things like that, yeah. because that supports not only the veterans who may be in need, uh, but also community members where. Correct the men and women who served us continue to serve us. That's that is true. That is true. So we have, 
it started with the um, the mini library during the COVID lockdown. Mm -hmm. um, whenever you know when the world shut down and everything closed, it started. So it started with the mini library where books were available. You know, the kids would come and go, um, and then we made the Mickey Pantry, mm -hmm. um, which during the summer it seems to be a little bit more of a higher need. Um, because the kids aren't in school, so they're not guaranteed that school lunch every day, you know, yeah. or the school breakfast every day. Um, so that's it's and yes, we definitely are always in need of like snacks and, and whatnot for the kids. Um, however, right now with going into the winter months, mm -hmm. um, we're looking more towards or at least the auxiliary is, excuse me, I, I, I you know, the auxiliary is looking more towards to support the post with like hats, you know, hats and gloves and scarves, you know, um, that we can put because a lot of times our, our, our post, excuse me, our past post commander, who is the current department commander, um, will go out there almost on a daily basis, you know, and the bags that we put out there with like the hats and scarves and even like the little hand warmers, those little hot hand things. Yep. Um, you know, we'll put the bags out there and hang them up and he's out there almost every day refilling. You know, know there's that need. In winter socks are huge. You know, those are our bigger need, you know, going into the winter months. Hot chocolate is a big, is a big hit. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing to question is individual, smaller sizes are actually better. Oh, okay. In honesty, smaller is like the individual serving size, you know, ah. the, like the snack cup size, you know, we do put, we have a lot of um, bigger cans. We have a lot of like family size boxes, you know, but like the smaller snack cup size, the individual packets of hot chocolate, you know, that makes sense. Packets, you know, the coffee singles. Yeah, because you might not be in a situation where carrying, say, a big coffee can is very right. practical. Um, so, yeah, that, that totally makes sense to me. And I just wanted to say real quick, uh, Dora Vasquez, she put a comment, the red poppy came to life after World War One, honoring all the yeah, lives that we lost during that dark there. time. I, I, yeah. I knew Dora would put something up there. I love yeah, Dora. Yes. On I Flanders Field's poem explains the historical aspect of the poppy. So I'm going to yes. make sure that that gets dropped in the comments so that we have so, that information. Um, I can, I, I believe I actually have the poem. Ooh. Um, if someone would like to hear that. Sure. If you've got it handy. So, yeah. So Flanders Fields is, is one it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing actually. You know, I think a lot of times people don't realize. Yeah, no problem. I was just saying, I, I think a lot of times people don't realize the difference between eleven eleven and Memorial Day. And Memorial Day is for the men and women who served and have died. And Veterans Day is to recognize our living, breathing heroes. Um you can always buy them a coffee and pay for lunch and, and cheer at the parades because there'll be mm -hmm. parades on um, Thursday, the 10th in the afternoon, the Providence VA medical center is having a, a big event 
um, for veterans. And you don't have to be a, 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 a you don't have to get your health care at the Providence VA Medical Center to attend their event. Correct. Um, so it's, you know, there's a lot of things going on. And I think it's really important for people to understand just from a historical standpoint, 11-11 was the day that the treaty was signed, the peace treaty was signed to end the war, to end all wars, which is known as World War I. Um, Correct. The and, 11th month, the 11th day, the 11th hour. Yes. 11-11-11. And, and I believe... Uh, the the actual year is escaping me if it's 2012 up uh, 2012 oh good god 1912 or 1917 um i don't know why that why that the actual year flew out of my head I, probably yeah, for the no, same I reason i struggle it. with saying auxiliary auxiliary <laughs> i actually did find the poem so oh good go one of the things that i do um as part of like my displays is I actually display the poem. Okay. So that especially like the younger generation that are coming, the kids that are coming through yep. um, can understand the meaning behind it. You know, and it's just, and we have, we also give out little, we have the pamphlets, we give out that have it on there as well, which is really cool. Awesome. Um, so the poem itself reads, in Flanders, in Flanders fields, the poppies blow between the crosses row on row that mark our place and in the sky, the larks still bravely singing. Fly, scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from failing hands we throw, the torch be yours, to hold it high. If you break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders fields. I love Sorry. it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, Sorry. it is, it is very powerful. It is. Um, it is. And Flanders field is a real place. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's really important you know, for those maybe who history wasn't their most favorite class that people understand that it's talking about real people. Yeah. So the VFW auxiliary, it's a national organization. Yes. You guys, yes, we are. it sounds like you, you, you cover resources from soup to nuts. So like from college scholarships for kids to, car repairs if necessary to food banks what else am i missing um legislation you know helping assisting the vfw with legislation and getting that pushed through and being just just being another voice you know to help get our veteran you know help our veterans get what they're what they need you know That's and what awesome. they're owed you know and what they're awesome. owed um me, I, you know, education. Education is huge. You know, yep. being able to get into the schools, you know, and actually explain history in a way that most kids may not get on a regular basis. Or you know? understand that it was real or people. Right. Or understand. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, I'll be honest. And, you know, when I was in school, yeah, sure. I mean, I grew up at a time where, you know, the VFW and the Legion were big. I'm dating myself now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's good but, to be 22. <laughs> right. But getting into like middle school and high school, you, you read the history out of the books. You take the test, you pass the class, you move on with your day. But you don't really understand the impact that going into combat has on our veterans. You know, these, these men and women are asked to do things that no man or woman should ever have to see or do, you know, but they do it willingly, you know, and they go forth willingly. So when they come home, it's our turn to help take care of them. Amen. And I think that's a perfect statement to end on. Because you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right, Erica. And we do what we can. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I'm going to encourage everybody to reach out to their, to your contact information, to their local VFW, to support. Because you're right. It's up to us to do what we can to support those men and women. Thank you, Deb. Thank, thank you. you. And thank you for what thank you do you at the VFW Auxiliary. And thank you for serving. Thank you for everything that you guys do for us. So I look forward to seeing you again at the next event. Absolutely. I'm there. <laughs> thank you. So, folks, I have to say, I didn't realize how much the VFW Auxiliary does. And it's really important that we as a community support their work because they're giving right back into our own community. And this is for men and women who have served overseas, who have left their family behind to give us freedom and ease of life. And you know that I'm not a veteran. I have not served, but it's also my belief that it's our responsibility to give back everything we can to the men and women who signed on the dotted line to possibly give up their life for our freedom and our ease of, of life. It's our responsibility to give back to them. So as we're approaching Veterans Day, I really want to encourage you to get out and thank a veteran, participate in the parades, support wreaths across America, support these great organizations. And in the meantime, I look forward to seeing you all again next week. We will have been speaking with Director Connell, the head of the Providence VA Medical Center. So you'll hear what is new there. And I really encourage you to check us out next Friday at nine. And in the meantime, be well and be kind. If you like this video, Please follow us on social media and subscribe on YouTube. For more information, visit rielderinfo.com or call 401-585-0509. If you have any questions, email deb at rielderinfo.com.